Hi and welcome to the Morasha podcast. Uh, it's uh, it's all it's 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 a pleasure for me to actually come on uh, this podcast and talk about uh, some of the things that we've uh, as uh, people who've been selling products for the past so many years and me being on this side of the podcast uh, to come out and talk about uh, what I've been doing and uh, especially when it comes to uh, some of the experiences that we've had uh, I've had over uh, riding so many kilometers uh, uh, on motorcycles, of course. Uh, so I decided let's uh, put together a podcast on how I travel, uh, travel smart, and uh, uh, what are my top three tips to uh, make that travel easy, simple, and uh, just to make sure that it doesn't stress you out. So I'm going to start off with the first one, which is definitely uh, the way you pack. Uh, a lot of people just pack so much into it and when they get there uh, it's when they get to the destination it's just uh, half of the things are not even needed uh, so I would say uh, when you actually put together the whole packing list uh, and things that are in front of you I would try to remove half of it uh, immediately and then start packing uh, one of the other things that I oh, recently have learned uh, how to put together things organized, <laughs> organize them better is to have those small uh, trekking bags. Basically, they're pouches uh, that are meshed uh, and with the chain zipper. So basically, you just keep uh, organizing things that are that need to be there. So it's uh, red clothes, uh, sorry, uh, T-shirts, pants, uh, and uh, the, the clothes that come out after you've used them. Uh, you can actually put them in another bag. So basically carry two different pouches, uh, one for clean clothes and one for dirty clothes when you're on your way back. And keep one pouch for toiletries and one for electronics. So basically you just pouch them together and it's easier to actually uh, remove them, put them back in instead of just dumping them in and then removing them when you need them. Uh, one, of, uh, one, of the, one of the things that I've uh, learned uh, also is that when you get on the road, uh, you really don't need so much uh, as long as uh, you've got the attitude of just being having a credit card uh, money and you can get there then uh, you know shop for whatever you want to if, when you need it uh, apart from the fact that you just need your basic necessities which is uh, food uh, some basic foods uh, and you know clothes undergarments uh, shorts for the first night probably and just for a few days um, one of the uh, one of the questions that I always get asked also is, "Hey, what do I, what do I wear when I have to go?" Uh, I used to actually follow this uh, expedition traveler who would just carry two t-shirts and two pair of pants, but then these were all quick dry material, material. So you basically just wear them in the morning, come back in the evening, uh, wash it, keep it out for drying, and the next morning it's already. So you continue doing that. Uh, there's a lot of technical fabrics that are now available, which are easy to wash, dry, uh, and they're even odor-free. So you can keep going on for multiple days. Uh, so definitely pack smart. Uh, you don't need a lot of stuff to carry. Uh, also remember, the more you keep uh, lugging up, uh, the the less uh, performance you get out of your bike. You're just putting more weight on that bike. Every kilo, uh, losing every kilo is... Uh, more important than putting more kilo onto that bike. You'd rather not do that. Uh, also, uh, yeah, traveling light is definitely the best way to go. Um, second, 
one of the things that I do is hydration and making sure that you have the right amount of nutrition uh, that you need on the way. Uh, so hydration, definitely, you know, there's a lot of people who carry water bottles. Uh, I don't know if that's something that I would do. Uh, it just means that you have to keep uh, stopping to fill. Instead, if you're doing long journeys or having a hydration pack is the best way to go, you keep sipping slowly, slowly. And I mean, the time that you have to get off and pee is probably the best time to go and, you know, take your break, exercise, stretch and come back. Uh, long distance rides for me, uh, motorcycle rides, uh, what I usually do is I plan it in such a way where I do only fuel stops. So wherever there's a fuel stop, I fuel, uh, hydrate, fill up the bladder, uh, make sure that everything is okay. Uh, stretch and then get moving. So you save a lot of time. You don't waste time just, you know, stopping somewhere because remember every time you stop, you're just going to, I mean, half an hour to 45 minutes is just gone immediately. So uh, be smart about uh, where you stop, how many stops you do plan that. Uh, also, while you're uh, moving, one of the things that I've learned is your tank bag is probably the most accessible place to have uh, immediate things such as your, you know, immediate money, uh, cards, also, the fact that you are able to keep nutrition, I mean, now we're getting good nutrition bars, we're getting energy packs, we're getting, you know, things that just immediately, uh, that's all you need for moving on. Uh, especially when you're on a motorcycle, you don't really burn so many calories as you would while you're exercising or cycling or you're doing some other activity. So you just got to have enough to keep moving uh, and make sure that you don't get fatigued down or dehydrated. So smart ways, smart nutrition is probably the way to go. Um uh, one of, I think my, the last one that my, my really top three one, the third one would definitely be uh, managing kilometers in a day. A lot of people love to brag about the fact that, oh, I've done 1,000 kilometers. But uh, honestly, I don't see an experience in that. It's just, it's just bragging rights and you're just getting somewhere to somewhere. Uh, instead, I would definitely think that uh, keeping it to the 400, 300 to 400 a day mark is a really good way to go, especially in a country like ours where you start off really early. If you're starting, if you're an early person, which is the right way to do is uh, get up at five, get up at five and you're, you know, you covered your distance or uh, you've covered your distance of 400, 500 uh, in seven to eight hours, roughly around there. And you have an average speed of say about 90 to 100, 80 to 100, somewhere there, which is a good, I mean, it's not slow, but it's a good, good pace to have uh, considering we've got so many uh, blocks and uh, things on the way that keep coming in front of you so it does slow you down. So having that average speed just means uh, you get there, you have enough time to do things, you reach there at a very decent time, and you have the day to do your, you know, the other activities that you want to do in, during the day, trek, probably camp, set up camp, instead of just riding all the way, getting there, sleeping, and the next morning you do exactly the same thing. So plan your rides that way. I think 400 to, uh, 300 to 400 is a good figure. Uh, 80 to 100 is a good average speed that you can have. Also, when you get there, Make sure that you, you've rested enough to come back out. Uh, so I, I think these are my top, these definitely are my top three tips. There's something that I follow really uh, well. Uh, so yeah, uh, hopefully this should uh, this podcast should help you with that. If you have any questions for me, uh, hit them up on believe at motorasha.com and you know, I'll be more than happy to respond to uh, any of your riding, long riding tips that you, any of your long riding questions that you have for me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I want to hear your stories, your motorcycle experiences, what you've been doing, 
and how motorcycles have made your life better. So if you have something to say, DM us on Instagram uh, and I'll be more than happy to get you on this podcast.